0: Amber
1: and I'm Raven. Welcome to our rewatch podcast where we rewatch our favorite or not so favorite rom-coms and try to sway the other person to adopt their view.
0: We'll share our thoughts on what worked and what didn't work from an amateur filmmaker's point of view and an avid hopeless romantic and rom-com enthusiast point of view as well. Each episode ends with a final verdict. Well, we'll decide if we agree to agree or disagree. Stream our latest episode now. Raven, we're back. Round three. Round three. And I'm so excited. Not only is this week my absolute favorite movie. Now, I'm definitely going to say that about a lot of movies. Um, It's a lie because this is number one. This is the favorite in my heart, without a doubt. But aside from it being the favorite movie, we are here with one of my favorite peoples of all time, our sound engineer, the man behind this entire podcast. The one and only Moses.
2: Hey, hey guys. Thanks for having me.
0: <laughs> thanks. Thanks for coming on our podcast to give the listeners um another voice to hear besides, I know, besides ours. ours. And a different perspective too. Yes. A male perspective, right? For all of our male listeners out there. So.
2: Oh god. <laughs> I hope I'm adding something <laughs> to this. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna let you for guys weight
0: yeah. <laughs> okay, on your shoulders. Um this week, the movie the We are reviewing is Crazy Rich Asians.
1: Yeah. And it's a little bit different this time around because we all really like it. So um, we're not going to try to sway another person to adopt our viewpoint. But just talk about what makes this movie so great.
0: Make it iconic. Iconic. That's a good word for it. Love it. Okay, let's get into it. Let's start with our casting. For Mm -hmm. casting, we had Constance Wu, who played Rachel Chu, who's the main character. Mm -hmm. Um, I think she did an amazing job without I a doubt she was so soft and she really you can really see the emotions she knows how to emote well through the screen
1: i agree you mentioned that her being soft i think that that's a good thing because she's put into this world where it's very different from what she knows which we'll talk about um a different time point but um i think her character is one that's kind very generous very loving you can tell that She loves, there's so much chemistry between her and Henry Golding, which is amazing. Um, And then also... I do not. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, though. And um, I think she plays, you know, the role of an Asian-American and that she is, of course, Asian, but she grew up in American culture. So she has this confidence to her that she thinks everything is going to be okay, that she's got this and comes to find out that she doesn't.
0: She handles that part really well, in my opinion. Funny enough, the director, when they were talking about casting... When they had this part of Rachel Chu, who they wanted was Constance Wu. Like, she was oh, the first that. thing, the first person who came to their mind when mm-hmm. they were talking to the casting director about who they wanted to, you know, get to be, to play this person, because they thought she would fit so well into the role. Because, like you said, as herself being Asian, this was the first time she'd actually ever been to Asia. Yeah, yeah I did. So, remember.
2: oh, so the wonder was still fresh. Yeah, yeah. It was real. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Do we know what else she was in that they were like, we have to have her? She's perfect for this.
0: Well she wasn't fresh off the boat
2: at that yeah, that's time. That's
1: the only
0: thing I know about. Yeah. Yeah. We can, we can look it up.
1: But also, um, said so that's her first time in Asia. And then we'll talk about another character, but Michelle Yeoh, she's Malaysian. And um, I guess she grew up there. So mm-hmm. it was like, you know, it kind of more of, of, of the old the,
2: like, culture, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: One's westernized <laughs> and one kind of yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Which you can see like
0: which makes it more realistic. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I think it was just maybe fresh off the boat. And maybe they had known her from smaller things and other roles.
2: Yeah, I'm just, yeah, had. right. I'm just curious. I'm like, whoa, what What made them like, like yeah. yeah, that's it. That's the character but off the page.
0: She does really embody this character. The character really well. Like, I feel like she's someone
1: that you just really love off the bat. So, and which is really good because they want you to have this emotional connection, of course, to the main character, to be rooting for her and to understand what she's going through and feel that as well. And she does that really, really well. Yeah. Without a doubt.
2: I, yeah. I felt she was pretty strong though too. Like, yeah, not someone who would just you know could just roll over gets yeah all their boundaries are trampled, never speaks mm-hmm. up. You know what I mean? Obviously, she was very um, tactful. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah, and soft around the edges, but yeah. but she she definitely had strength. Without agreed.
1: doubt, agreed. So, the next character is Nick Young, and he was played by Henry Golding. <laughs> 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 what a what a guy. What a guy. Yeah. And I love the line um, that Aquafina's character, she says, um, (laughs) wow, Rachel, that's the Asian (laughs) bachelor. That's exactly what he is. And he plays that role so well. And you know, this was his actual first movie.
0: Yes, I do. This was his first
2: film? His first
1: film.
0: Can you believe it? Because he did such a
1: beautiful job. I was shocked. And they found him yes. through, like, a connection or whatever, and then the director said he stalked
0: his Instagram. So, wait,
2: wait, where did he come from then? Like, what was...
0: Maybe he had done smaller parts yeah. in, like, TV, mm, or something. You know, like, big do,
2: characters like, or something?
0: No. Yeah, this was his big break. He hasn't done any, big like, big roles since then. Or before this, should I say. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know how they get, like, small roles, like, they're a write-off character in, like, a TV episode right. or something like that. So, maybe that and then like and then a, you
1: threw a connection mm-hmm. the director i guess he had asked i don't know if he asked if someone what they had in mind mm-hmm. but it was through a connection they introduced him mm-hmm. and then he was like just talking just right, well just he talking he was him. amazing really? i
2: i, I yeah i would I not have i would have thought he had like a dozen films under his belt
0: yeah right he does such a good job he plays that very dreamy without going like too over far yeah, yeah over the top like you see like why Rachel falls for him. Mm-hmm. But you also see that like sophisticated, I come from money, but mm-hmm. not stuck up about it. Yeah. Because if he had that air, it would have been so easy to dislike mm-hmm. and be like, Rachel, pop yeah. on the <laughs> Yeah. It.
2: He's not worth it. Yeah. He's yeah. not <laughs> worth
0: it. But come on. Nick Young, Henry Golding, definitely worth it. Moving on. Michelle Young. Oh, amazing. Amazing. She was so good. Like, I was terrified. She of. played Eleanor Young, for those of you who don't know. Yes. Um, funny enough she said in an interview that she did not want this part <laughs> because she did not want to play that villainized yeah. mean mother-in-law mm-hmm. you know um, but you know after talking to the like director and seeing that like there's more to Eleanor than just what you see right. yeah. you, you know there's a story here there's a reason why she feels like this and I think she did an amazing job like you said i felt the judgment from watching i know i was like oh man i was I like really, really don't gosh. like
1: her I was, like, I was over here like shuddering like, yes oh, she doesn't <laughs> like me either yeah no i was thinking about the same thing um that you mentioned about her not wanting it because she said she didn't want to play like a cartoon villain mm-hmm. kind of like one note um and you can see that which we'll talk about more in character development um but you start to understand that her point of view and that there's Grounds, emotional grounds for why she feels the way she does. Um, and she plays that role
0: very, very well. And I think as we talk about more, or get in more into the um, shots that were filmed, they really, the director did a beautiful job of using shots, the still shots, to tell that emotional piece that was not set in dialogue. Even it was like usually like a second or two and then back to whatever the dialogue was about. You got to see the emotion. Expressions. Yeah. yeah, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. So and for Eleanor, you get to see that other layer that's being hid behind the woman she presents herself as. Yeah. Okay, let's move it on. Uh Aquafina, who played her, who played Piglin, which was Rachel Chu's friend from college. Aquafina's hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um she's just so funny. I mean mm. you it's a rom-com so you have to have your comedy and she yeah. really like delivered those lines so well it helped to just move the story along the story <laughs> along and to give you those light and some levity mm-hmm.
2: well she was also rich herself so she was also yeah. providing kind of a a character on the inside yeah. that was on right. Rachel's yeah. side right yeah yeah
0: and it gives you a context as to how rich Nick's family <laughs> is because Aquafina is rich like exuberantly but then Nick's family is on a whole nother level of rich, you know. All the money rich. Ho- all the money rich, as she calls it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I love Aquafina. I
1: loved her since like Girl Code. Did yes, you
0: ever Girl Yes, Code? of course. Oh my gosh, yes. yeah. So I was I
1: was so excited when I saw the trailer for this and I saw she was gonna be obviously like this comedic relief um lover amazing
0: yep. hilarious okay we also had the lovely jimma chan who played astrid yes i want to be jimma
1: chan when i'm older. Oh <laughs> me too when i grow
0: up that's where i want to be i can tell you that.
2: hiding expensive jewelry from your husband yes <laughs> why because yeah. yeah. you yeah because t- you don't want to shame him of course yeah. yes getting
0: yes.
1: earrings that cost 1.2 million which is similar to a line that um rachel on her, yeah rachel said i want to be astrid when i grow up she sounds like someone yes. I, I grow up exactly. and <laughs> (laughs) she played that again perfectly like everyone was exemplary in that um she was like like the benevolent kind of person generous so you got to see that right from the beginning despite all the like wealth that she had Mm -hmm. so um instantly like
0: root for her character yes without a doubt cast i mean cast all in all was a four it was exemplary they did knock out of the park Mm -hmm. um like we talked about this was an all asian american cast yes first time it was done in 25 years and i loved the casting keeping it all asian-american helped it to stay true to the culture because you do see the differences in asian-americans versus asians who live over in asia or british asians or australian Mm -hmm. asians and you get to see that difference in the movie and it helps it to stay true and make these characters feel real even though we know they're not real I mean they're based off of people who are real but the characters in the in and of themselves are not
1: mm-hmm.
0: and what i'd love to you mentioned about like um
1: all asian american cast um some are british but you
0: know but they're asian
1: but they're right right like, but i mean
0: like british you know, asian yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah
1: but um but i love about that is that they didn't have which they made it a goal to not have them play the same roles that you see them commonly in movies yes. like kind of like
0: caricatures yeah
1: caricatures but it's like so many different types of personalities that works out so well it's so refreshing
0: to see without a doubt so casting 10 out of 10 or
2: as we (laughs) we only go to four
0: (laughs) let's get into our plots so synopsis for this movie rachel chu is happy to accompany her longtime boyfriend nick to his best friend's wedding in Singapore. She's also surprised to learn that Nick's family is extremely wealthy. And he's considered one of the country's most eligible bachelors. Thrust into the spotlight. Rachel must now contend with jealous socialites. Quirky relatives. And something far far worse. Nick's disapproving mother. Dun, dun, dun,
1: dun. <laughs> I rate this a four. I mean every category is probably going to be a four. I'm sure for all of us. Um, But we mentioned this a little bit earlier when we were discussing it, it keeps you engaged entirely throughout from the beginning of when you're introduced to characters to the very end of the movie, you're invested in these characters, you're invested in the plot, because even though it's like this lavish, luxurious surroundings of the entire thing, at the core,
0: it's something that we all can relate, relate to. And I think with a story like this, It can sometimes, when not done correctly, you can get lost in, oh, they're so rich and they're so glamorous and they're so this, but you see, you do see all of the glamour and the opulence, but they peel that layer back and you're like, but these are just people and they have problems and they have insecurities and they have this and they have that that's going on and it's just done so beautifully. I mean, it's, it's a simple story, but it's so impactful because it's touching on so many um topics, you know, what it's like moving into someone's family or meeting the, that person's family for the first time, which can be so stressful. Um and so like there are so many real Eleanor Young's in the world. I have met my fair share.
2: You, you <laughs> you, you're not that seeing that the eye rolls. <laughs> <laughs> right. Insert
0: eye roll <laughs> insert eye rolls, You know, so i I thought it was a beautiful plot. I think the story was developed in a way that felt gradual i don't feel like we were rushed to anything mm-hmm. it took its time it made sense and i just loved it
1: i agree 100 percent. and when you mentioned about like it having a lot of different meanings um i talk about tropes lot, but that's a common trope of like the mother-in-law and she's so scary and like <laughs> there's that but there's also and we talked about this a little bit in the beginning but like asian american culture versus um like asian culture just in general i feel like um at least for me, my experience, like minorities in general, I feel like mm-hmm. that's a big thing. We were talking about that. Yeah,
2: the westernized versus yeah. the yeah, the yeah. original traditionalists, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or even like being black and like talking the way I do, yeah. I always got like yeah. It's like you're black, but Mm -hmm. you're not white Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then you're not black enough for black people. So it's so
2: you're caught in between. Right. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's nice to like
2: third culture.
1: Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. We'll create our own. Um, No, but it's nice because you can resonate on that level as well. Um, Of course,
0: it's a bit different of an experience, but. um, But it's that common thing where within whatever culture. Well, depending on who you are. Um, within whatever culture, like you said, you have these cultural differences, and you, within those cultural differences, sometimes cause us for cultural prejudices. Mm-hmm. You know how many times I've been called an Oreo? Oh my because, gosh. Because, you know, black on the outside, yeah. white on the inside. Yeah. Um, I literally, this was, you know, a friend of a friend, literally told um, a family member, he's like, I've never heard of a black girl named Amber. Really? <laughs> literally. I was like, I don't know how I'm supposed to take that because I'm black. And, like, my name is <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm
2: sorry. Uh, we exist. <laughs> no, we're yeah, right. we're, we're, we're out here, man. Yeah. Um,
0: you know, so you... And that, that's what's so lovely about this story because you don't have to be Asian to identify yeah, exactly. with the struggles exactly. of Rachel. Mm-hmm. You know? And <laughs> I feel like I, I have been Rachel at one point. I remember meeting this one person's mom and... It was the look of you are never going to be good enough for my son Ugh. ever. And I was like, oh, that was a chilly conversation in the middle of July. OK, <laughs> that was lovely. And it, you do you feel, you know, so for plot, I feel like they did a good job because you can relate to the characters yeah. no matter who you are. Yeah, um, yes. <laughs> a thousand percent, thousand percent. Um,
2: I, I wanted to mention, actually, so I love that we got to meet um, their friends in the beginning at okay. least to start with we yes. got to meet the, that awesome couple I forget I actually don't like that they weren't in the kiss- casting Sir,
0: that was oh, Araminta and you. Colin yeah. Araminta was played by Sonia Minuzzo I'm pretty sure I said her name wrong that sounds right and Colin was played by Chris Pang they were amazing I
2: thank you thank you yes I just wanted to correct one, one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so many. It was, it was a crime. They were amazing, and I love the service that they provided. There was, you know, introducing us to to his world, right? And and also Rachel to an extension too, right? Because it's like if she's dealing with all this terribleness in this world, like what's what's the benefit, right? And and what they always say, right? Like uh, you can tell you can really judge a person's character by their by their be- their friends and their best friends, really too, right? Shouldn't that really speak most to uh, to Henry uh, Golding's character, Nick, his, yeah. his character.
0: Mm-hmm. No, it's true. And and I love because we leave that scene of them being in the airport and the airplane. And we, you know, it's about the family. And this one's in movies and this one's in that. And Astro does this. And it's like, wow, that's so big. And then you go to the airport. They're getting picked up by their friend. She's in tank top. She <laughs> has no makeup on, by mm-hmm. the way. And they did that on purpose. So she just looks very like plain and regular and normal to remind mm-hmm. you that they are just normal people
2: that's terrible and i didn't notice that totally over my over my head
0: but they, they didn't make know at makeup at all wow. yeah but it just helps to speak to like huh, this is who he is you yeah. know even mm-hmm. if he comes from this world this is actually who he is
2: and, and he's a, sure a good person him. because right. we see his friends are his real friends are yeah. right yeah. we never it's never just oh he exists in among all these terrible people, you know, that's the only influence he's ever had around him. Yeah. <laughs> like why, why Rachel like run, leave this yeah. all behind. Like, it's yeah. not, it's not worth it. Literally.
1: But that's a good point though. Cause I never thought about it from that. We do see like his family and all these like huge things that are happening. You're like, wow, like that's crazy. And then you're really grounded and you see him by extension of his friends. Um, of the type of person
2: that he is. And and one of the best scenes, you know, that, that Nick has too is with his best friend, right? When, when they yeah. get away from like, he's yeah, like, let's leave this really behind. Fine. This is terrible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love that. And I'm kind of spacing out on exactly what was said, but he's like, like what one, right, one of them was like, if I could, I would have married you. His uh, best yeah, friend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: Yes. I love that scene because you get to see yes they they go away but it also gives you that other side of like but you know like you're bringing her into our world and what it's like Mm -hmm. because he's like but did you prepare her like you're mr untouchable like nothing could ever ever touch you but she is going to be so vulnerable like did you prepare her for this and you have that like back you just have seen this where she's at the spa and the girls gut this fish and leave it on her bed and they do that mean prank where they're talking about her when she comes from the massage so Mm -hmm. you see what he's talking about and you know nick's like what are you talking about we could just be in love and he's like that is not real life (laughs) and i love that because that's what real friends do they're like that is a fairy tale that you're living up can Mm -hmm. you come back to reality with us Mm -hmm. and like think about like how this is actually going to be for the other person yeah I liked it. It mm-hmm. added character to Colin and also, like you said, to Nick. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. We, we we were mentioning this earlier in a in a different conversation, right? Like people always reveal themselves by their relationships with others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I love that. Yeah. I love those quiet little moments that they had together. Very introspective too. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It, and it you know what, especially because when you compare it to what they just left, that humongous right. mm-hmm. bachelor right. party that was just way too over the top. Mm-hmm. And then it's like this
2: nice. Quiet moment. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure like crazy rich Asians. So I'm sure that like, that earlier scene was what everyone was expecting. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. 90 minutes of this. <laughs> yeah,
0: Exactly. Yeah. Right. It was just too much, too far.
1: But I think that's also um, probably like a script choice and also a director choice. Because you mentioned in the beginning, they show a lot of his family. And then it's like this calm scene that grounds him. And then, like you yeah. have this big bachelor party, and then there's this calm scene that grounds him. So it shows, like you mentioned in the beginning, that they're more than this crazy rich Asians, but like yeah. they're real humans, um, real people that have the same feelings that we do. They're going through the same problems, um, which again makes it just an amazing story. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the next one is we mentioned dialogue script. Um, again, exemplary for me. That's what I put, without a doubt. Um, it's hard as script writers, I'm sure or screening writers, to um, have to make a script from a movie to do, like, an adaptation like that. and Like like, from a book? Yeah, for me, from a book, sorry. And give it justice on both perspectives. Um, So that was done really well, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I concur. The writer of the book actually was involved in making the movie. So when you have someone who knows these characters because they've written these characters, they know what they would and wouldn't do, it gives more credence, and it helps to, like sound down the script nothing that is said is boxy because i'm sure when they're doing the reads and he's reading over the scripts he's like i don't think this person would say it like this Mm -hmm. they might do this or this or whatever whatever and it helps because it leads like i said to his office often authenticity Authenticity. Mm -hmm. Authenticity. absolutely i can't speak it's too late (laughs) um (laughs) and it just it really helps yeah I agree.
1: And then um, they have um, what's her name? She's one of the screenwriters. I have it here and I can't even like... Oh, Adele Lynn. Mm, yeah. um, and she's Malaysian-American. And then they also have uh, Pete Corelli And he's not. <laughs> 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 and he was saying that what he had to do to prepare was go to Singapore himself and like learn why a lot of people speak with British accents. Why do a lot of people speak English? Uh, the political landscape of um, like Singapore... And um, he said that his biggest objective was like listening and understanding Mm -hmm. from people's perspectives about their stories, old money versus new money and things of that sort. And it translates so well because you have, again, the play of someone who's been there all their life, uh, someone that's familiar with that culture, someone that's not. And it's so real. Like you can tell by both of their experiences of writing the um, screenplay. It doesn't feel like you said, boxed in. It doesn't feel like we're watching so much of a movie as i don't know like being in a someone's world. life yeah someone's right. life.
2: we're not on a set with a bunch of actors right, right? right. which is literally what happened yeah
1: exactly exactly <laughs> yeah. so i really really enjoyed that
2: i agree <laughs> <laughs> also can i just say i love your guys ratings they're so positive like like this is what a director would want to see like you know yeah. like oh you know you get a one but you know you're beginning it's a beginning rating yeah, yeah very or a two develop you're, you're developing it's you know good two mm-hmm. two solid that's good developed three accomplished <laughs> well, <you're getting laughs> like you've made it <laughs> like you did you've done it like and then exemplary, yeah. like, oh, my God.
0: Yeah. We are nothing
1: but positive vibes. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, and that's not, that's not really normal for me. Yeah,
2: yeah you like to criticize people, I <laughs> like, eviscerate them. I <laughs> I'm
1: This film is just amazing. So everything's a four. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. But if you want to hear different levels of, like, you know, a pitiful two or a one. Go listen to the Notebook podcast.
2: Oh wow, <laughs> wow! wow. wow. <laughs> really. There's um, a negativity. It's, yeah, it had, it had to the, pop up somewhere, I suppose. Better. Yeah. <laughs> 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 little
0: diversity in there. On a better note, we're in a segue, let's talk about some character development, um, which it goes a little bit hand in hand with our plot. Um, but I love the character development, especially for a character like Rachel. Because she's so excited at the beginning, and then she gets defeated, and the scene where they're at the Araminta and Colin's wedding, and they're dancing, and they're having this really sweet, romantic, like, little moment between them, and then one of the ladies comes up and is like, oh, you know, Master Nicholas, your grandma wants to see you. They go, and it starts off so good, she starts talking in Mandarin, saying, oh... You know, in the short time I've known you, you're such a, um, a smart woman. A smart woman, and you think it's going to be a compliment, and then it's that shift. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to let your ambitions destroy my my grandson. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what? Where is this coming from? And then you get the full on attack, <laughs> which is <was> so heartbreaking. <laughs> and you see her retreat and just be so sad. And you can tell, like, she goes back to Big Lynn's house and she's just gutted. Mm-hmm. You know, for whatever she's there, days to a week, whatever. And it's just the, like, arc of what she goes through. And then she goes to meet Nick again. And he's like, I'm going to leave my family behind. And I just want you. And then it cuts. Yeah. And And you you don't know. You don't know. You don't know know what happened. What does she say? Who knows? Mm -hmm. And then you open to the Mahjong scene. And you see just on her face (coughs) just a different woman Mm -hmm. who is very resolute. Yeah. Who has had time to... Think about her experience, the way she's been treated, and just a bunch of different things that go through your mind. And you think she's gonna be, it's gonna be a screw you. I'm marrying your son and you're never gonna see him again. And it turns into this moment where it's like, You don't know me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I am I could possibly be the best thing for your son, but I love him too much to let him lose you again. Either way he he'll either resent you for picking his family or he'll literally lose you. Cause he'll pick me. So I'm making the choice for him. Like, and that's such a strong, like you just see her strength and her resilience, you know, mm-hmm. in that very moment. Mm-hmm. That's like, what growth. I yeah. love it because it's not your typical, we're always going to be enemies. We're always going to clash. She's like, you know what? I hope that your son finds someone who you approve of and who's, who makes you happy and makes him happy. And this is all I have to say.
2: But I also want you to remember
0: that it was me exactly (laughs)
2: that I gave you this. Yes. I love, I love that part, right? It wasn't just a, Oh, I'm the martyr here. I'm so selfless. I'm I, you know what? Take it from me. Take it all. (laughs) No, like, yes, take it because I love him, you know, kind of like, um, the The Solomon and the mother with the baby and like yeah Yeah. don't don't kill the baby but if the mother was like but I want that baby to know that I saved his life exactly
0: exactly (laughs) you know Mm and it was it was so beautiful and like I love that like mahjong scene I don't play mahjong I don't me either you know but they keep cutting back to it so you understand that this is a significance like at the very beginning Eleanor is so aggressive. You know, she takes the piece and says post or whatever that means. Like, But it's you can tell it's an aggressive move. Mm -hmm. And then you see a flashback. Rachel's talking and she's picking up the piece and she's putting it down and she's picking it up. And then she puts it down. (laughs) Eleanor takes it, puts her pieces on the table. Rachel finishes what she says, puts her pieces on the table. And it's clear to Eleanor that Rachel could have won. Mm -hmm. But she let you Mm -hmm. win. You know, that takes a lot of adult. A lot, <laughs> of, maturity. A lot of adulting. Mm-hmm. But um, it goes
1: with what you said about her growth because in the beginning, Eleanor assumes that because she's American, because she's passionate or has this passion that she would selfishly put that above her family, above her husband. But that proved um to Eleanor from Rachel's perspective, like you said, you don't know me. I can be very selfless. Look what I just did, I just let you win this game and I could have Easily won myself. Um, so I think that showed development. And in that um, scene as well, when you mentioned you can tell she's a different person, she even says, like, maybe perhaps for the first time, I realize that I am enough. Yeah, And you can see that, like, clearly in that scene. Um, and also, I think that she understood a lot more from Eleanor's perspective. Um, again, how she went about it was wrong. But I think she understood why she did why she did what she did mm-hmm. the the reasoning behind it because in the beginning it's
0: like she just doesn't like me.
1: yes and you don't understand um all the things that go into it but she i think the moment where nick was talking about how um as kids mm-hmm. his her. mom sent him to their mom's house because they wanted he wanted them or she wanted them to be her favorite even though she didn't like her personally oh. so she realizes wow okay she did do a lot of sacrifice for you guys i understand why she does feel that way um and it kind of helps her to see more of her perspective and
0: then can move forward um as well i felt that was a very difficult scene to watch especially after you just have had his mother tell you that you will never be good enough yeah and he's like exactly. and then he says from the outside you wouldn't understand mm-hmm. something like, obviously, he doesn't understand the context of what just happened, but you could just see how that knife was like dug just mm-hmm. deeper. Yeah. yeah. You know, his mom's already saying, like, because you're so different, you're not good enough for him. And he's like, well, because you're an outsider, you don't get our world. Mm-hmm like how she didn't like yeah. snap
2: or, <laughs> they're know, unknowingly team so teaming stop. up against her right yeah, yeah. right right oh. you
1: could tell though her face when he did say that she like kind of looked towards the window like, yeah, like, you're, like holding she back has so much tears, maturity i'm telling you
0: holding back the tears. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah like you said you, she gets to see that later not only does she see like the sacrifices that eleanor has made for nick but also she sees where the cycle is coming from mm-hmm. Her mother-in-law hates her. So she thinks it's her duty to hate the next the next woman who comes along. And crazy enough, that's how people are in real life, you know, because that's the pattern that they have been showed. They think that they should continue the pattern where it's like at some point we need to break this cycle. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. Yeah, we can respect tradition, but that doesn't mean we have to follow everything, right? There's yes. there's some things that we can fix. We don't have to keep <laughs> screwing up each generation. Right.
0: The only, I I don't feel like Nick had a lot of character development. Maybe a little,
2: maybe a little bit, just a tiny bit, because he really didn't see where Rachel was coming from really. Right. right? And I was that developed. I can't remember. (laughs) No, not really.
1: Yeah. I think that's the problem. Like you said, his friend showing Mm -hmm. him kind of about Rachel. Well, think about her perspective. Um, it kind
2: of showed he did, he wasn't really putting himself yeah. in her shoes yeah. a lot, right? right. Is that, that that I guess it's just a character flaw, right? Like yeah. kind of like the oblivious right. handsome right. kid,
0: right? But to his, but to the way the character was written, that's how they actually are, right? If you've ever, <laughs> if you've ever been with someone who has
2: spoken a, with a narcissist, yeah, <laughs> or like if you've ever been
0: with someone who has a mother who thinks that
2: oh, you can do no wrong,
0: you can do no wrong, mm-hmm. or you know when you when you talk into someone and their mother clearly does not like you mm-hmm. it's over their heads because it's their mom and their mom's voice and what are you going to say your mom doesn't like me no babe she doesn't like it's not that she just takes a minute to warm up mm-hmm. and nobody he tells her this mm-hmm. woman hates her yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> but keep and it's and it's not like you want him to grow and say mom you are so mean i will never talk to you again like you don't want that because mm-hmm. that's you know again that's a little fictional like nobody does that in real life right mm. um But there is a deleted scene that you don't get to see that they have that conversation. I know why they deleted it, because it doesn't, for Eleanor's character, it was not a good scene. Because she just justifies her actions, and she's like, I'd still do it again. But for Nick's character, you do get to see, like, why did you do some of the things that you did? Like, they hurt me, and I really, like, don't appreciate the way that you spoke to Rachel, and you had no right doing all of that. So it was good for his character, but not for hers. And so I understand why they scrapped it, but mm-hmm. it was a good scene because that's the first time you really see him stand up to her and he's sense.
2: confronting all that. Right. Yeah. yeah. And stand and hopefully standing up for Rachel. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah.
1: But it,
0: you just, it didn't make the movie. So
1: <laughs> yeah, I think if, if that were to happen, like in terms of him trying to understand her perspective more um, and moving forward accordingly, definitely would be an exemplary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He knew that his family was difficult. Mm-hmm. He yeah, acknowledges that. Yeah. There's no like cushion that he tries to provide for yeah. her. Like he just kind of threw her into it. Like, and yeah. that's a, I mean, it's a good yeah, like, all too. like,
2: by the way, we're like super rich. <laughs> but
1: then he didn't even explain mm-hmm. all of it because she knew they were well off. But then she goes to um, Piglin's Lin. Pig house. Mm-hmm. And then she's like Nick Young. Everyone knows Nick Young. She's like, oh, like, I didn't know anything about this. Like, it's like more and more things he didn't tell her, which is, again, a character flaw. Um, And I think naive on his part as well, and being, like, kind of sheltered, um, and him just assuming everything's Mm going to be okay. Yeah. But it's good. It's a character flaw that makes him feel real. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I think it was a lot of growth from, um, I'm blanking on her name, Um, Astrid. Astrid. As well. You you see that confidence come through, Mm -hmm. um, which wasn't i mean it was there kind of but like subtle because i feel like she kind of hid behind like trying not to make her husband feel a certain way mm-hmm. um and so at the end you kind of see this full Astrid who's still the same person still kind still generous still loving but has a sense of self to herself and has a sense of self <laughs> to be confident yeah and um
0: yeah i think that's perfect i don't know because in the beginning to me she she didn't show that at all Yeah, I I agree. I felt like she, especially, I love that end scene when she's in the apartment and he's like, where are you going to go? She's like, I own 14 apartment buildings. (laughs) Any one of those. Yes. And it was just like such a like, how about you sit yourself down? Mm -hmm. You bought this place, Mm -hmm. your raggedy little place. You can have it. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'm out of here. She's like, it's not my place to make you feel like the man. You're the man. Like I loved you. You were too insecure about our relationship. There's nothing I can do with that. Yeah. And it is nice because, like you said at the beginning, she has such this like subdued, yes, yeah, um, reserved, reserved, demure yeah. like personality. Where it's like she's trying so hard to make him feel comfortable, comfortable.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: but you know, he's yeah. still cheating, so she's like adios. Yeah,
1: let's figure better things. And then we know his mom. I feel like she had character development too. <laughs> And the sense of her understanding yes. at the end, and not even being like, because again, it's all about realistic. Like this, you can see happening in real life. Like we're not going to be best friends, right? Right now, you know. Hopefully, maybe soon or mm-hmm. down the line. <laughs> <laughs> but I have, right. I have respect for you, yes,
0: and what you did. That's what it was. It was the respect. Yeah, and I love that shot at the end where they're at the engagement party and. It's so loud and it's so fast and then it slows down mm-hmm. and the music changes and mm-hmm. it slows down. And you see Rachel look at Eleanor and she gives her a nod mm-hmm. and then she just disappears. And it's just like that. So it's such a gentle and quiet moment but it was so much. I mean she already knew she had her approval because he gave she gave him the ring. Mm-hmm. Okay? But it was just that like
1: you know what it's okay yeah it's all good even her showing up yeah she didn't have to like you said she knew she had the approval but it was um definitely a good thing to show that mutual respect that's there now
0: yeah because that's what you that's what have been missed mm-hmm. yeah
2: yeah she was there to support them she approved of this it's not like she she was like i you can do what you want i won't be there it's exactly. like i have no input right. on this yeah exactly. <laughs> it's a public showing right mm-hmm. and then and then of course too she was willing to let go right once once she had approved she was willing to give them their space and this is your night
0: right
1: for now i feel like that's gonna be oh i can't (laughs) wait hopefully if the second one is just as good as this one i hope i hope that they'll like explore that
0: more there's so there's so many good things they could do with Yes. I really hope they do a good job. I don't know. We'll see. If you
1: guys need consultants, um, (laughs)
0: please. We are right here. We're right here.
2: Uh, Definitely more Aquafina.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) Without a doubt. Yes. Um, Let's get into the directing style. I think it was amazing. Uh, Mm -hmm. John Chu, he had done a lot of different things. Um, Now you see me too G.I. Joe Retaliation. I think he's a very well known director. Um, I think he did amazing. Also, again, he is Asian American, if I'm not mistaken, and he really displayed like and I think that that's what lends to the authenticity. Struggling see. with my words, I probably had a little too much whiskey no. and tea today. I can't, I can't. I can't say my words, I right know, um, but it lends to that because when a director has a clear point of view and the point of view is not conflicting with the script or the characters. Oh my gosh. It helps you just fall right into the movie. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. His point of view was so clear. The shots that he picked the shots where they would go from like, and he would use these shots to convey emotions. And I love that. They're sitting at the table. They're folding the dumplings. She asks about the ring you, Rachel is curious. She doesn't know the story. It pans to Eleanor. She's telling it, and then it quickly pans to Astrid and her mother, mm-hmm. and they have that look on their face, like oh, you don't know what you just unraveled. exactly. <laughs> but it's really for like a I love that. second and It goes right back mm-hmm. to Eleanor, and you think, oh, it's so beautiful. It's such a nice mm-hmm. story. And then Eleanor, you see, you hear the change in her voice as she like continues to tell the story. But it's those little moments like mm-hmm. that where it's like. chef's kiss it was perfect you needed that to give it some more motion of everything that was going on Mm -hmm. in the story i agree
1: and you're talking about um like the subtleties of his directing style also like um i was reading earlier that he wanted the movie to convey that old classic hollywood movies could have been portrayed by asian actors with just as much style just as much pizzazz so we see a lot of that Mm -hmm. jazz influence in there we see a lot of the big Kind of like Great Gatsby-ish, yeah. like the um, flappers, yeah, yes. flappers and everything. And I think that was done really, really well because it is based off of like a lavish, you know, they're rich, they're crazy rich, um, <laughs> big homes, the mansions, everything is just done so well. As a viewer, you're like, oh my gosh, is mm-hmm. this like real life? Like people actually live like this? So I think he did that well. Oh yeah. And then um, I guess if you want to get into the wedding scene. That scene was just yeah. so oh beautiful. God. Oh my god! So so beautiful. You talk about the way that they show the different reactions um, with the camera, um, which obviously lends towards it being even more emotional. Like I don't cry. I it did. I did not cry. It teared you though, but it made me tear up. Okay, that's something. The first time I saw it, everything theater, makes me cry. So it did. and then I was like, okay, girl. Same sh- totally. Suck it in. No, it was so good. Like from the. We'll talk about this later, but the music. Yeah. Um. Oh my gosh, the lighting, the slow scenes, that kind of when the water comes, when the water yes. comes in and the camera's showing more of the water and everyone's silent. Yes. It's just, oh, everything was so perfect. It was so perfect.
0: beautiful, that wedding scene, especially because the song, she as she sings, because it's a cover of Elvis Presley's mm-hmm. song, but as she sings, just as a river flows and you hear the, tr- yeah. the trickle of the oh. water and it's like... <laughs> so good. Goosebumps. Like, Honestly. Yeah, that was beautiful. I, I loved his directing style. Mm-hmm. I think, like you said, like he conveyed that crazy rich, but it wasn't tacky. It wasn't no, gaudy. No. It was funny. One thing that they were saying is like most of the places were real places like they weren't sets. Yeah. So one of the places they filmed at was the former sultan of Malaysia's home so with all that like gold and stuff like that was real that wasn't like someone painted some gold like like those places were real the jewelry was real those were actually the earrings that that emperor that he was talking about actually wore that ring is real that's michelle yo's real ring that's emerald (gasps) and diamond oh wow that's not fake so like all those little things though add to it and you're like
2: oof (laughs) this is great wait how much did this movie cost to make
0: crazy Ooh. enough i looked at it cost their budget was 30 million
2: that seems super reasonable somehow right. like how how much and how much did they profit what was their gross
0: their gross was um 238.5 million oh wow because <laughs> i can imagine too a lot of people probably
1: lending for the cause because you we mentioned like um because i mean that's a big budget for mm. sure but i like, think about like black panther what did it have like 200 or something million or something money has a lot of cgi of course but um i think a lot of people knew that this movie was going to be something really really great it's been 25 years since the last one happened and so a lot of people are like this is representation seen on the screen more than a Mm rom-com i want to be part of this yeah i want to (laughs) be (laughs) diamonds and
0: uh, i think one thing they were saying too because of uh, like some of the clothing was real it's real dior it's real marquesa it's like everything's real okay so that stuff was stuff that like designers were like yeah you can use this right and you can use that and stuff like that so it definitely helped with their with their budget mm-hmm. renting things mm-hmm. versus you know having to out and out buy something mm-hmm. but it was <laughs> chef's kiss it was great i agree Amazing. fantastic and they even won an award for costume and i think oh it, uh, yes those numbers were on point. Yeah, yeah. I want yeah. that dress that Rachel wore to the wedding, like today.
1: That's so pretty. Ugh,
0: it's so it today. pretty. That dress that Araminta wore. That okay, way. she didn't gorgeous. like the dress, but it was actually a cat suit, and they did an overskirt, and it was custom made for her. Oh wow! And all that was gold and reels. How do I say <laughs> it? Sword.
2: Yes. Crystal. Crystal. Diamonds.
0: Yeah. Costume was out of the park, man. Costume mm-hmm. designers did an amazing job. We don't even have that as a category because typically we don't talk about (laughs) costumes, but I just.
2: I actually think that you should now. I know.
0: Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about, let's get into our last one. Let's talk about music and scenes without a doubt. It was beautiful. I mean, they used a lot of, um, you know, well-known songs, but purposely doing them in in Cantonese or Mandarin. Mm -hmm. Um, The director, John Chu talking about the song Yellow by Coldplay, which is played when Rachel is leaving, um, Singapore. leaving Singapore. She's leaving Piglin's house. It starts when she's putting her bags into the um, taxi and she's about to, you know, they're going to drive off. And he talks about, like, using that song because obviously in Coldplay's interpretation, Yellow was used to represent the beauty of love and of light and things of that nature and so that you know it's just a beautiful song but talking about the connotation of being called yellow as an asian-american and how it always had a derogatory and negative connotation and how it was so like how he loved using that song which had such a beautiful connotation against something that for an asian-american had such a negative connotation yeah um and it was beautiful i remember listening i like watching it for the first time and i was like i know this song. i know i was thinking the same thing <laughs> what is this yeah like, oh, it's because as soon as you get to the chorus mm-hmm. like you know, you know it. it you know you, you know it. those you just
1: yeah you know and um we mentioned about like people allowing things and like giving you know rights or whatever to things and i guess Coldplay didn't want it at first yeah um but then he told him again you mentioned about the negative connotation of the word yellow for Asians, and they immediately were like, oh, yeah, that's, we'll do it. But I guess their music isn't played in a lot of movies because they don't... Release it. Yeah. So, then just shows even more so, like, how great
0: this movie is that um, they would have allowed that and see, like, the bigger picture of it. Yeah. The music was spot on. The scoring for this from mm-hmm. beginning to end was perfect. When you had your moments of comedy, when you had your light moments or lovey-dovey moments it was perfect i didn't think there was anything that was like oof that was a little
2: (laughs) yeah Yeah, off scene yeah Yeah. jarring right it was was perfect music uh, often it tells us what to feel right you know it it adds that flavor to the scene that you know you know exactly what sort of feeling you're 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 supposed to be experiencing right now
1: Mm -hmm. absolutely i love the the yellow part the song i love um the wedding can't help falling in love with you. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. The I, slow down version. Oh, it's I so pretty. I got that song. I have after I played it. I mean, right now when was... I was driving <laughs> here. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. so great. It's so great. Her voice is so pretty. And I think yes. it like you mentioned about it aids in helping us draw out those emotions. And then we see like the big mansions and um the lavish lifestyle. Um, they had like big orchestral. Um, pieces that were playing that is like, oh my gosh, this is like grander than, like, uh, <laughs> and then you have Aquafina. you mentioned comedic parts, and they were playing like rap music, yes. like it's just, everything fits so perfectly, yes. into uh,
0: the scenes, and what was supposed to be happening. Yeah, and, and, I, and I love the differences in genre, you have, yeah. um, oh, what is that song when they're in the bed, and um, like when they first touched down,
1: oh,
0: Oh, Gosh. it's like a slow. It's like yeah. a blues song or it's, something. Yeah, it's like an old yeah. song. I love. I that know. Song. I you're... think it's Bill Withers. I, th- I think it might be Everyday. or It's one, but it's just like they use songs in every genre. Yeah, but and it all just it all just fit. It, it was just smashed. seamlessly. It was beautiful. Yeah. I don't know. I could probably gush about this for hours. <laughs> um, literally. Ultimately, like we
1: said, everything is a four except for one three. But I mean, that's yeah, still that's pretty true. good. <laughs> um and it just helps us to
2: it, they're saving it for the next movie sorry yeah, <laughs> sorry yeah yeah, yeah. That me, yeah. Turn it into
1: more, <laughs> so that'll be off words yeah um but i think it just will open the way for more movies to be made like this hopefully mm-hmm. um and then also kind of to explain what makes like a rom-com so great it has to yeah. be with like something more than a rom-com um, more than the sappiness yeah. for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah. It
2: can have the syrup. Yeah, a syrup yeah right, as syrupy as you want. As yeah. There's something depth there. Thinning, depth than, and, yeah. and
0: a core that we all can relate to. And yeah. that's why this movie is so great. It is. And it has, I mean, like you said, it just transcends that like one note yes. of, that sometimes rom-coms can be. And it touches on so many different things in just a beautiful beautiful
1: way. Yeah,
0: well, this has
1: been great. I think that we all agree. Everything's Aww. different.
2: Without, we... <laughs> this was the feel-good episode. Yeah, we're still friends. Yeah. We're still talking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the next
0: one will be... Um, we'll try to make it more punchy. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's going to be. Yeah,
2: <laughs> we like,
0: we already like, have it in mind. <laughs> so you'll have to just come back and listen for our next episode yeah and wait for next time for Moses's next appearance yes. as well. thank you so much for joining
2: oh us thanks for guys. having me guys yeah thank you hey it's your show I thank you for letting me visit <laughs>
0: <laughs> anytime honestly it's so nice to like have a male opinion it's yeah a, someone else besides our voices. our own voices yeah it's nice to hear it on the playback someone else's voice <laughs> I know I know Sorry, I
2: oh, just, it's all cringe <laughs> over here yes <laughs>
1: But yeah, so continue to stream for our next episode.
0: Um, we're still looking forward to it. It's going to be worth it. Yes. Yeah. And let us know what you think. Um, Crazy Rich Asians obviously is everyone's favorite movie. Um, but for some of you who may not like it as much, let us know. You yeah, know, Let us know what's wrong with you in your life. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you ever come to that conclusion. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? Tell us what your favorite rom-coms are. Maybe we'll review it next. Bye. Bye. I'm not afraid to